It's showtime. Okay, Tokyo, South America, Australia, France, Germany, UK, Africa. Here we go. Head on with Bob Kincaid. Three hours of conversation, cussing and a discussing with America's only born and bred Southern liberal talk host. Head on with Bob Kincaid is brought to you each night by Coal River Mountain Watch. Coal River Mountain Watch invites you to become part of the solution, part of a sustainable future, part of the uprising against mountaintop removal. Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net. And now, from high in the hills of beautiful West Bicod, Virginia, here's Bob Kincaid on the Head On Radio Network. Well, howdy. and running on this 18th day of January 2023. This is the Horn. Head on dot live. It's where you'll find us on the interweb tubes. That's where you go if you'd like to be part of the merry, wacky, zany, real-time, madcap, multimedia extravaganza that is the Horn chat room in the three hours in which this program is live, Monday through Friday, 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, all times in between, and the Great Globe Round. And Whatever time it is when you're listening to the podcast, thanks for listening to the program. I mean that with all my heart. I really do. Thanks so much for being part of an incredibly special, unique, nearly two-decade-long conversation, the likes of which is not to be found in, well, I don't know of any other places. Hi, I'm Robin. Uh, If you do, however you listen to the program, pretty please like it, subscribe to it, Tell your friends and neighbors, and let's grow this this community of conversation, you know, with other liberals and progressives and decent people, you know, not maggots and Republicans, just to be clear. Well, good evening, Theo, and good evening, Squeaky, and good evening to Anatole. Um, I trust that in short order, you will all be capably moderated by Pinch Hit Midweek Chatroom Utility Moderator and all-around great guy. Brother Bishop Steve from Georgistan doing his Wednesday duties. Um, Roger in Oregon may be popping by. Um, Sparky takes Wednesdays off. He's kind of like a doctor that way. I don't think Sparky plays golf these days, but, well, anyway, maybe tennis. Um, Of course, every program here at the Horn begins with gratitude and... uh, This program is, as I always say, no different. So that means thanks. Thanks to uh, our 18th day of the month subscribers. Thank you to our dear friend in the South Pacific. Thank you so much. And thank uh, thank you to Joy in Ann Arbor. Thanks to Charlene in Rogues Island. Thank you to David up in uh, Oregon. Thank you all for being part of the reason this program continues to exist. Um, So that leaves the fundraising goal at $770. 
for uh, well to get us caught up. So that's all of today and all of yesterday, and then $170 of Monday. Now well, there's there's there, there's there's brain. Someone will be along to bash him presently. Um, let's see. It is. Uh, it is prayer meeting Wednesday on the horn. And, uh, oh, program note, um, our my, my, my dear friend and mentor, Mike Malloy's studio problems persist, and so consequently Tara and I will be filling in for him at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. We have a blast, and I got a, I got a lovely note. Um, Got a lovely note last night from uh, our pal Cynthia out in the Bay Area. I just, uh, I just love this. This absolutely made my night. Um, Cynthia wrote and said, uh, and and I was afraid it was a complaint. I was afraid I'd said something stupid. Or I mean, well, I mean, I do that. Don't happen. Um, you know, people who do this this kind of work, you know, they, they they never let on like they make mistakes or 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 misstate or mispronounce or get things just obviously wrong. Like me for a couple of days running around talking about the Dodd decision. Jesus, right, Robin Dobbs? Thank you for that, Steve. Um, so I was afraid when I saw the opening line. From Cynthia that I had really f***ed up. Because Cynthia wrote last night and said, God damn it, Robin! I was like, oh no. But then it turned into one of the loveliest emails I've gotten in a while. I love the Mike Malloy fill-in shows you do with Tara Devlin. My God, you're great bouncing off of each other in your commentary. Really and seriously, like the Beatles, together you are greater than the sum of the parts. I love it, uh, Cynthia said. And that just, oh! It, it absolutely made my night. It absolutely made my night. Thank, thanks for that. That's, that's, that's the loveliest goddammit Robin I think I've ever gotten in my life. So uh, I, I really do appreciate that. Um, thanks, Cynthia. So it's prayer meeting Wednesday on the, hall, on the horn. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what that is. Don't know where that came from. Um, and because of the gravity of the topics this evening, I'm going to forego with the I'm going to forego with the, uh, the, the the prayer meeting Wednesday shenanigans. Although I must say that the little old blue-haired ladies and little old blue-haired men and little old blue-haired non-binaries in the fellowship hall kitchen outdid themselves. <sighs> Yeah, they're trying, but they know they know I've been going a little crazy lately. And um, you know what's the what's the line from "Someone Saved My Life Tonight"? We've all gone crazy lately, my friends out there, rolling around the basement floor. I'm not rolling on the floor yet, nor am I handling snakes. But I'm a little I'm a little carb crazy, and so the little old blue-haired ladies and the Little old blue-haired men, little old blue-haired non-binaries in the Fellowship Hall kitchen whooped up a batch, I mean a batch, of uh, 
country fried snake uh, or steak, and you know the, the, with the white sawmill gravy with the black pepper in it, and they didn't tempt me with mashed potatoes or anything. Nice vegetables, you know, a little vegetable medley to go with it, and a green salad with some um, oil and vinegar dressing. And, oh, but that oh, but that 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 mm, that country fried snake was some kind of good it was steak. And so I was I was very grateful for it. And here in a little bit, we'll we'll check my blood glucose and see, you know, if it's up around, you know, Avogadro's number or something. Um, and there he is. There's there's Brother Bishop Steve from Georgia Stand. Hey Steve, thanks so much for popping in and, and being here. Uh, uh, brain brain popped by uh, earlier, and he's gone now. Thanks though. It's always good to see you, Steve. So, um, yeah, all the arch pope, uber rabbi, ultimate Ebom, we're going to dispense with that. Fundraising goal is seven hundred and eighty dollars, or seven seventy rather, seven seventy. And we do need to catch up with that. I know it's a. St- I hate this. You know, I hate this. Um, you know, if, if Walmart hadn't done away with their old folks greeters, um, maybe I could get a job there, but. Ah, they are no more. Um, Welcome to Walmart. I might stand out a little too much anyway. And in fact, in point of fact, um, it's just as well because it might prove very soon for it to be, that it would be illegal for me to do that. And that's what I meant by gravity. Sometimes I get absolutely heartbroken and disgusted at how right I am with half my brain tied behind my back and talent on loan from God. No, no, no. That, no, that's some dude who's down in hell on the Pineapple Express. Never mind. But this program, as we have said for probably near a decade now, is so far out ahead of the curve that it's like we're on straight road. And I have one of the worst examples of that at least from where I I stand, in recent memory. Um, Find it difficult to talk about. And, yeah, it's that topic. Um, We're going to talk about that all the time, Robert. Well, yeah. Because it is... One of the defining issues of the era in which we live. Um, and you know, it, it, Oklahoma has introduced a bill that would forcibly be uh, forcibly detransition. Every trans person in that state, there is a full-on war all across, well, not all across this country. There are some states that retain some sanity. But if states like Oklahoma, Texas, and Alabama had their way, they'd already be building concentration camps and testing ovens. It's a hell of a thing. And you can ask any member of this community. It is a hell of a thing 
to wake up every every day and know that tens of millions of people absolutely hate you just because you exist. I've also talked about the fact that all of these maggot states feel a burning need to one-up each other. Alabama passes a law that says trans kids can't get medical care. Texas one-ups them by passing a, by, by a, a, a gubernatorial decree that parents who love their trans kids and try to help them will be deemed abusive parents and have their, have their children taken away from them. Oklahoma one-ups Texas by introducing a bill that would forcibly detransition every trans person in the state. And today, just as I predicted, West Virginia entered the room. I had an entire, and, and you know, some prayer meeting Wednesday stuff, too. Uh, but this this is prayer meeting Wednesday material too because it's all being done by people who call themselves followers of the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus, and his name shall be wonderful, Emmanuel. This is the this is the ongoing onslaught of Christian fascism. So in order to one up all the other maggot states, my state has just announced its intent, as I predicted, to make my very existence a crime. I'm not kidding. This is not a joke. I saw the news just a matter of maybe... 25 minutes before air. Um, and it, it was it was it was like a physical blow. It was awful. I said they'd do it and then they goddamn well did it. And it has me on the verge of tears. My sisters and brothers and nibblings in Texas and Alabama and other places, Oklahoma, uh, are dealing, have been dealing with this existential fear. I have a dear friend in Alabama and she is fleeing the state because of what that state has done. But Alabama has not done what West Virginia has just said they intend to do. The state of West Virginia has introduced a bill. The legislature of the state of West Virginia has introduced a bill, and there is every reason in the world to think that it will pass that makes my very existence a felony. This is not hyperbole.
There are only 12 Democratic members of the House of Delegates in this state out of 100. There are only three Democratic members of the West Virginia State Senate out of 20. So the maggots can do pretty much anything they want to. And the Democrats can pound sand. And exactly what they have done is to introduce a bill that would make my presence in public if seen by a minor a felony punishable by five years in the penitentiary. Um, anybody who says that there's no chance this bill will pass has no idea of what kind of legislature the state of West Virginia has. They've already introduced a bill. We talked about Gino Curelli, uh, the uh, medieval-style Catholic who introduced a bill to torment trans kids, now they've moved on to the grown-ups, like me. And my sisters and brothers and nibblings here, hillbillies all. Um, my very existence is defined in this bill by the state of West Virginia as obscene. I don't wear anything revealing. I like pretty dresses, cute skirts. Today, when I took my daughter to her doctor's appointment, I wore a pair of jeans and my Uggs and a woolen sweater. Did a little bit of makeup. As most women would. And according to this bill filed in the legislature of the state of West Virginia, the way I dressed today, the way I dress any day, is obscene. Because I am obscene. Unless there be any doubt, four senators in my state today said yes. Their anti-drag ban includes transgender people around minors. The bill contains the following language. For the purposes of any prohibition, protection, or requirement under any and all articles and sections of the Code of West Virginia protecting children from exposure to indecent displays of a sexually explicit nature, such prohibited displays shall include but not be limited to any transvestite and or transgender exposure performances or display to any minor. Exactly. 
exposure. There's no way I can live in public without the potential that some little kid is going to see the suspiciously large woman walking through the Wally world with a couple of cases of sparkling coconut pineapple seltzer water. And remember, I know how to read legislation. I did have that cup of coffee at Harvard on the Mon up in Morgantown, and they actually gave me a degree. And they mean to criminalize my very existence. Tamara writes and says, I'm so sorry you were right on this one. We want all of our loved ones to be their authentic selves, no matter where in the states and in the world they happen to be. Fuck West Virginia. Are we going to be a country of beekeeper suits for all women now? I certainly don't want to have to strip to prove anything to anyone. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I know, Tamara. And, you know, you got to remember that this is part of an, an, an overall trend. They'll be having their march for life on Friday in Washington, D.C., even though they've already won, they're still doing it. Well, they haven't won enough. They haven't completely controlled every every woman, uh, every person of childbearing capacity, their body in the entire United States of America, just, pl- just God-forsaken, bass-ackward, hate-filled, miserable, shithole Christian states like Alabama like Mississippi, like Louisiana, like Georgia, like Florida. For someone who talks professionally, I have to... I have to tell you, this is difficult to talk about. Uh, and display is defined as billboard, viewing screen, theater, marquee, newsstand, display rack, window showcase, display case, or similar public place. As such, if there was a news story about me, and there was during the campaign, that would be obscene. And banned. But then there's the word matter. Because when it comes down time to legislate, well, every word has to be clear in its meaning. Matter is defined as any visual, audio, or physical item at article, production, transmission, publication, display, exposure, exhibition, or live performance, or reproduction thereof, including any two- or three-dimensional visual or written material, stereopticon, no shit, moving picture, slide, film, picture, drawing, not exceeding $500 video, 
graphic, graphic novel, or computer-generated or reproduced image, or any book not exceeding $500 magazine, newspaper, or other visual or written material, or any motion picture or other um, visual or written material, or any motion or other pictorial representation, pay attention there, or any statue or other figure or any recording, transcription, or mechanical, chemical, or electrical reproduction, or any other articles, video, laser disc, computer hardware, and software, or computer-generated images or message recording, transcription, or object, or any public or commercial live exhibition performed for consideration or before an audience of one or more. I've posted a lot of selfies on social media because I'm finally happy with how I look. I'm no beauty, but I'm happy. And I hope by showing that happiness, I can normalize my existence and help others who might be closeted to see that they too can be happy being out and proud. And by the way, if you're thinking, oh, at least, well, you know, it won't hurt the radio show. Public or commercial live? Yeah. Message recording. That would be this program. According to the Republicans in Charleston, West Virginia, this program would be deemed obscene. My very voice would be deemed obscene. And to any Pollyanna who's at, well, it won't pass. Yes, it will. If they want it, they'll pass it. And none of those miserable shitbirds down there will have the gall. This is why I ran for the House of Delegates last year. I said all along... If they are going to legislate against people like me, I want them to look people like me in the eye while they do it. But they don't want to hear from people like me. They want to wallow and bask In their hate, which they presume to be Christian. And so I think it's only reasonably prudent. Jesus, the urge to stand and fight is so, so strong. But I also don't want to go to the penitentiary because they would stick me in the men's and then I'd be dead. And it would not be a pleasant way to go. If you have listened to this program for any period of time, you know how much I love this place. I've stayed here through thick and thin. 
I've fought. I've battled. I've had guns pointed at me. I've been threatened. We're standing up for the, for the, for the right to have a halfway decent life in this state. And that was before I transitioned. And I'm still in that struggle. But the legislature never out and out made it illegal, a felony. to agitate that my home stop being destroyed. That my friends and family and neighbors, community members, stop being poisoned. In the last hour or so, because we're halfway done with the first hour of the program, I had, a, I had a rush of images through my mind. You know, I've, I've said on the program recently that in the last two and a half years, I've really made a point of trying to be mindful of what a magnificent place I live in. What a natural wonder. So every time I drive across the New River Gorge Bridge in between, you know, looking for the other driver, looking out for the other guy, um and trying to be a reasonably prudent operator of a motor vehicle in the state of West Virginia on a bridge 876 feet above the uh, canyon floor, I look around at that ancient gorge, 330 million or so years in the making, and I marvel at it and I wonder. And I think about the swamp this all once was, And it absolutely stuns me to think of all the power that went into the creation of this place. And so the idea of getting up every morning and not being in this place for all that I love civilization. It fills me with an almost inexpressible level of grief. Because there is no place like this on earth. But I'm thinking... Maybe time to go. <laughs> I don't know how. It may be time. Not only do I not know how, I don't know where. I never dreamed. I mean, I've always been kind of a thinky person all my life. And I looked, I tried to look down the long lens of my future and try to figure out where I would be. Never. 
none of the things that I ever imagined including, included being a refugee from my own home. I'm absolutely not stunned, but grief-stricken. I mean, this, this, this bill could make it, will make it possible that if somebody sees me pushing a buggy in Kroger's and they've got their little toddler with them and they point at me and go, Mommy, look at the... Po-. Yeah? And call the police and the next thing you know, I'm in jail. This is, without a doubt, the worst anti-trans bill that has yet been introduced in the United States of America. It is a genocidal bill. I've said time and time and time again, they want us dead. They want the entire LGBTQQQIA plus community dead. But they want to start with us. This program has been streaming live from West Virginia for nearly 20 years with the stroke of a pen. I may become a felon. I'm sorry for the lengthy pauses. At least there's no noise coming from my water bottle. This is the damnedest thing. A complete, absolute, and total ban on the existence of trans people. At least the ones who are out like me. And so I guess, you know, a question. What do I do? What did my sisters and my, my trans sisters and my trans brothers and nibblings, what do we do? Obviously, we fight with all our might. I might wind up missing a few programs here in the next few weeks because I'm out at a, some protest or another. Demonstration. I'm sure that legislative body is too chicken shit to ever hear from somebody like me who does not fear them. A complete trans a complete ban on trans people from even engaging in public life at all ever. For any reason whatsoever be it putting gasoline in one's uh, one's tank going to the post office to buy stamps, going grocery shopping, going on a date. Going out for 
lunch or breakfast or dinner with friends. Going for a walk on one of these trails that I love. This is so evil. Oh, and by the way, uh, there's a special ban in there to keep me 2,500 feet away from any school. Jesus Christ, you can't drive down a road in West Virginia without at some point in time being within 2,500 feet of a school. Groomers! Motherfuckers. Dirty, rotten, hypocritical, stinking, filthy, nasty, vulgar, vituperative copulators with their own parents. Sick Republicans, maggots, disgusting, evil, wicked, nauseating monsters. Um, gosh, I hope I haven't run the prayer meeting Wednesday audience away. Ralph said, so I'm assuming that any ad, poster, candidate debate with you would be banned? Absolutely, if a minor could see it. Um, Stephen New York says, uh, remember this from the horn, not too distant past, they want it all. Oh yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. Right down to the very lives of people like me. Steve said, I'm sorry to email so much, but I have to ask, if a theater runs a showing of Rocky Horror, is that a felony? Yes. Mrs. Doubtfire? Yes. Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar? Yes. Priscilla, uh, Queen of the Desert? Yes. Hedwig and the Angry Inch? Yes. Kinky Boots? Yes. Cabaret, yes. On the odd chance that someone in West Virginia, say perhaps my alma mater, West Virginia University, Harvard on the Mon, decided to do an original version of Romeo and Juliet that features a boy playing Romeo and a boy playing Juliet, Yes! Felony! The place will be awash in felonies. Right! Exactly, Matt. So, West Virginia, Matt says, no Madam Butterfly? No Madam Butterfly. RuPaul's Drag Race on MTV? Nope. No HBO's We're Here? Sorry. Uh, trans people are okay as long as they don't go in p out in public? Drag queens are fine as long as they perform at home only to their mirrors. Matt says, how many times have I said never again means never again? That doesn't mean we wait until the ovens are built. It means when bullshit legislative acts like this one are even get mentioned, they should be met with a wrath of angry hell no's. And that hell no needs to come from our straight allies, our bi kin, all the members of the alphabet group. This makes me so angry. 
I have a huge problem with religious folks, but you don't see me trying to pass legislation that would forbid them from going out in public, and as far as I'm concerned, there's nothing more obscene than Bible thumpers. I don't even know what to say. These people are fucking dangerous and they need to be stopped. They know by simply talking about advancing these policies, people will be harmed, people will be killed, let alone what will happen when they pass crap like this. It's time for all people to stand up in an I'm Spartacus moment. If we all say we're trans, then it's going to be tough for them to round us all up. By the way, the To Catch a Predator episodes never arrested a drag queen or a trans person, but they did snag clergy, coaches, churchgoers, etc. I can't with these people. Sorry, Robin. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Well, one of the nice things, if it can be deemed nice, about the economy of West Virginia now is it runs on tourism. Outfits like HRC and GLAD, and I'm sure my friends in the tourism industry would disagree with me on this, should announce an immediate boycott. But then again, the boycotts don't need to just be here. They need to be in Oklahoma, Alabama, Texas, everywhere this shit has been promulgated. And then, of course, the Chick-fil-A effect will kick in. And that means they'll, you know, I guess the weirdos will come here uh, in, the, in, the, in the religious goons and freaks and whatever will come here, you know, to own the queers. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. So if I'm a, you know, yesterday was a, yesterday was a somewhat shortened program because Mitt Foreman. Um, now I'm not going to bail out on this one, unless unless Matt Foreman. I've had a lot of plans for the coming year. One of them wasn't having to flee this place. It'll take a couple of weeks. Maybe a little more to see if this bill gets legs. But you have to understand the people down there are paid, bribed, legally of course, by dark money organizations and religious liberty organizations to do exactly this. So don't look for them to do the right thing. I'm sure my member of the House of Delegates, the uh, the, the the sick and twisted uh, misogynist and homophobe and transphobe Tom Fast, 
is fairly chomping at the bit to get his chance to vote aye on this piece of legislation. None of us have ever done a damn thing to any of them. Except exist. And that's the problem. They, we, we're happy to live in the world with them. We don't seek to make them endorse our lifestyle. But they cannot live with us. And there's probably not what, 15,000 of us in this state? You can't even get a big enough group of us together to riot in a phone booth. But before, before I run, I'll fight peacefully and legally. But, you know, they can have my estrogen when they pry it from my cold, dead fingers. As they're fond of saying. Or, or when estrogen is outlawed for trans people, only outlaw trans people will have estrogen. Sorry to open the program with this. I'm so sorry. But, you know, this is like that sign you find in certain meeting rooms. Reality spoken here. I didn't want to think it was going to happen. But I also knew all along that it would. Most of the people who live here are good and decent and literally will give you the shirt off of their backs. When they are on their own. But once you have gotten them into a mob mentality, they will follow wherever the leader of the mob chooses and they will go anywhere that someone with a Bible in their hand leads and that makes that makes this place dangerous I'm lucky I live in a little teeny tiny blue dot in a blood red state I don't feel unsafe I didn't feel unsafe today uh, taking my daughter to the doctor or stopping with her to walk through Walmart. Eh, Walmart. But, you know, it is what it is. I was talking to a friend of mine uh, who listens to the program. And we were talking about the, 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 the process of coming out. And how when you first start living authentically... Everywhere you go, you're absolutely convinced that every eye is on you. When, for the most part, 
people are entirely wrapped up in their own lives. And while you're sure that everybody in the grocery store is staring directly at you, uh, they're probably more likely sitting there going, Really? $7 for a dozen eggs? And when that moment finally arrives and you become comfortable in your own skin, there is a certain beauty in just feeling ordinary. Especially when you've spent a lifetime not feeling ordinary. With an internal existential monologue going on saying, uh, this ain't right. You're not right. Why can't you be right? And then you finally get right. And you get comfortable. And you're no, no different than anybody else out there. Absolutely gobsmacked at the price of that dozen eggs. And so you walk through the grocery store and you smile. Because you have the light of authenticity illuminating you from within. I've got a smile on my face just about everywhere I go. Because nothing is banal anymore. Nothing is anodyne. A little bit of ink that I got on my arm means it's Japanese. It's pronounced Ichigoichie. It comes from the Japanese tea ceremony somewhere around the 14th century. And what it means is that any situation in which you are in Even if it seems identical to another, it isn't. That every moment is precious. And that what is happening now will never, ever identically happen again. And it serves as a beautiful little reminder when I'm getting cleaned up or getting dressed, I see that I see those characters. And it's just a little, hey, pay attention. This is your life. But if Republicans in the state of West Virginia get their way, and make no mistake, make West Virginia great big old Governor Jim Justice will sign this into law. Those precious moments will become hell. And, you know, for the people out there who say, whether it's this, this proposed law or the ones in Oklahoma, um, oh, well, the courts will never let that happen. Y'all, you know this better than anybody else because I don't think there's anybody out there who will say that in this era. That ship has sailed and sunk. Learned it the hard way a couple of weeks ago when an 80-year-old federal judge appointed by Bill Clinton dismissed a lawsuit by a trans girl who wanted to run cross-country. 
and said the bill did not discriminate based upon Title IX because the plaintiff is a biological male. There's no guarantee that this would even be enjoined long enough to litigate it. And if it passes the way laws pass around here, if it's passed and it's signed by the governor, it will become law on July the 1st, 2023. And that means about five months from now, my very life, if I step outside my door, will be a felony. An interview on MSNBC with Chris Hayes that I've done before in the past, even as my authentic self. God, that was rough. I guess it'll be a felony in West Virginia. And I guess I will have committed a felony if I participate in the interview in West Virginia. It's a hell of a thing to think about. I potentially have five months to live freely in this state whose motto is mountaineers are always free. That motto, that state motto of West Virginia, Montani Semper Liberi, was a finger in the eye of Mother Virginia, a slave state. Because we entered the union of free state with every person in the state free or deemed or, or supposed to be such. It didn't play that way. <laughs> five months. That's a lot of decisions to make in five months' time. One decision I will not make. They cannot, they will not force me back into the closet. I will not dress as a man because I am not a man. I will not present male because I am not male. The irony of this being that the state of West Virginia has already, as a matter of law, put female on my driver's license. I was thinking about having a bowl of soup after the program. I don't feel much like eating now. I, I wish you know. I, I don't know. I don't know where to go with the program after this. Darlene in Connecticut says, "Sorry, Robin. What an awful situation! You've done nothing wrong. You've committed no crime. You're just existing. You're living your life for the first time in your life, living it authentically, and they want to take it all away, all away. We see that orange bastard and his minions committing crimes left and right, and they're never held to account." 
they never pay. I'm so sick of this fucking nation constantly abusing us, its citizens, constantly putting us in fear, putting us in bondage, both real and by threat. What on earth do we do? None of us are safe. Fascism is here. This nation is a disgrace. Yes. Yes, it is, Darlene. And I neither know where to run, nor how to run. Friend of mine, um, she's trans, flew into Portland today. She was going out to see her little grandson. She boarded a plane in Charleston, flew to Chicago, changed planes, and flew flew from Chicago to Portland. We texted a little bit as she was sitting on the plane, waiting to take off. And I said, I've never been there, but I bet you'll like Portland. It's a safe place for people like us. And she said, oh, nice. I said, yeah. People probably won't even bat an eyelash at you. You're just going to be another person in Portland. But I thought about that. And this is one of the central conundrums. It was a little less than two months ago that people in a safe space in Colorado Springs were massacred because they came out to have a little bit of fun before marking the day that denotes the number of us murdered in the previous year. And as I remarked on this program... Wow, probably shouldn't have not whis- shouldn't have whispered that in the ear of the goddess of, of, of irony. I'm probably safer here than I would be in a place with lots of trans people, because you want to you know when somebody decides to murder trans people, they want to maximize their damage, and so they go to a place like Club Q in Colorado Springs, or they go to the Pulse nightclub in Orlando. Um, I'm not going to respond, Steve, to what you just sent. I mean, I'm not doing that for ugly reasons. But yes, yes, yes. And that scares the living bejesus out of me. Tom and Sonny San Rafael noting, Mountaineers are always free. But some mountain, Mountaineers are more free than other Mountaineers. Randy Radar says, I tried to get other people interested in politics. I was unsuccessful. Well, that's that's on them, Randy. Because even if you're not in, in, in even if you're not interested in politics, politics is interested in you. And the godforsaken maggots 
are always looking for new converts. And that's one of the problems. The Republicans are out there beating the bushes, testing issues, finding things that will fire up the the hate in potential Republican voters. They'll try anything. They're coming for your gas stove. Groomers is coming to trans up your kids, and the next thing you know, your little your little son's going to be wearing panties. God, that's disgusting to even let come out of my mouth. Our side just expects people to, wow, you know, I mean, it, don't don't you have the good common sense to vote for your own self interest? Wait, what? Your gas stove? Ah, oh, fuck. Thank you, Tamara. Tamara says, you're loved. We're in this together. Thank you. Be a hell of a thing, say January 2nd, or July 2nd, to be sitting here, doing, what, to be sitting, sitting here doing the program. Better check and see what day July 2nd is. Uh, let's see. Well, they'd have to wait till July 3rd, because I'm not going to be on the air on July 2nd. July 2nd is a Sunday. be a hell of a thing to be sitting here on July 3rd doing this broadcast. Have the cops knock down the door. Arrest me and take me away. Charge me with a felony. For being trans on the radio? Could this get any more fascist? Don't ask! Yes, it could. Uh, Cynthia with a note. Cynthia in the Bay Area. This is how Hitler started his campaign of extermination against the Jews. And also against the sexual deviants. First, they start with the hate towards their victims, and then they pass laws outlawing the hated group. And as more and more people buy into it, then the final solution is easily implemented. And when that final step happens and we're all rounded up for extermination, our neighbors who might have initially been horrified by it and would have opposed it, they'll now say we deserved it. And I will also add, Cynthia says, that while these horrible laws may be limited to red states, if someone like Trump or DeSantis gets back into the White House, it will go national and no state will be safe. Seriously, was any place in, was any place in Germany safe for Jews under Hitler? Or disabled people? Or homosexual men? Transsexuals? No. No, there was no safe place in Germany for any of those groups. Yellow stars of David and pink triangles. And if I can't live and dress as is appropriate to my gender, I guess we better have a pink triangle so people will know what they're looking at, what kind of freak, what kind of monster.
by the way, Tamara uh, on on another platform. said, uh, if you make your way west, we'd be delighted, but it's time for all of us to step the fuck up. We just saw that this is happening in sunny Clantee or Santee, Florida, 15, or, or Santee, California, 15 minutes east of here. Dear Santee School District families, the Cameron Family YMCA has been a valued partner of Santee School District for many years, providing programs and services to our schools. However, following a recent incident involving a community member at their facility, district staff have been instructed to work with YMCA leadership to review policies and procedures prior to approval of any further classroom-based trips. Our responsibility is to make sure our children are safe while under our care, and we take this obligation very seriously. Our efforts are focused on ensuring all students feel safe and comfortable while at the YMCA. I bet I can guess what uh, that was about. Flavio says, subject line, Republicans, they're great at making laws for things that aren't, like live birth abortions or partial birth abortions. That's not a thing. That's, But they get Emery and Marveline to believe it for some reason. Because it's shocking. And they're predisposed to believe that you know, the Democrats are coming. Hatred is a motivator. Stephen New York says, I don't want to hate. It takes too much energy. It always leads to a bad place. However, I'm wondering if I need to channel my inner hate of this hatred to motivate me to act as tirelessly as they do. You know, not to not to tell the folks in Sacramento their business, but uh, having passed a um, trans kid refuge bill, if this thing passes in West Virginia... They might want to pass a Transbilly refugee bill. Because this ain't, this ain't, they're, they're after the kids. But now they're after the grown-ups especially. Um... Dave number 11, that sounds nice. The Klamath Mountains are amazingly similar to the Appalachians. You'll be right at home here. State of Jefferson cares not for religious persecution and will stand with you. Come to the left coast where our miners are too busy washing out their miners' moss and looking for gold nuggets to be shocked by the sight of a too tall girl. You can afford southern Oregon. Come on. You know, Pink Floyd has told this story already. You find yourself right now on side four and the cut is called You Better Run. Run all day and run all night. I'm going to send you back to mother in a cardboard box. You better run. My son's actually been up in that neck of the woods, Dave. Up around Klamath Falls and whatnot. Said it was a nice place. Who knows? I guess I got five minutes. I got five months to figure it out. So I'm sorry to have burned up the burned up the hour on this, but I, I, if I'd come on here and you probably would, what the hell's wrong with Robin? Why does she sound weird? 
Well, it would have been because this was in the back of my mind. And sometimes news happens in West Virginia, too. It's a hell of a thing. But then again, it's not that all, it's not all that out of line. This state has a history of legislating against people it doesn't like. Uppity coal miners who want to be in unions, for instance. Yeah. People of color. Not like Jim Crow wasn't here. Theo writes, Dear Robin, it was LGBTQ plus people who helped me make sense to myself as a 29-year-old after I was triggered as an adult by a male sexual assault one traumatic night. Between their patience and a lot of personal work, I accepted the childhood sexual abuse which I'd experienced. I never wanted to um, lumber you or the chat room or community with all that, but you need to know how deeply valuable you and your trans brothers and sisters have been in my life. Damn, Theo. Thank you. You know, there's an old saying out there, if you want to find out who really loves you, who your friends really are, come out as trans. And I found that to be true. Absolutely true. Uh, let's uh, let's go over. By the way, we are, we got seven hundred and seventy dollars to go. There's a twenty-five dollar uh, challenge on the table from Ralphs. Thank you, Ralphs. That could get us down to uh, seven hundred and twenty bucks. On an unrelated subject, Flavio asked, "Do you think Biden will play hardball with McCarthy over the debt ceiling? I think he has to, Flavio." And, 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 and uh, McCarthy is playing a game of his own where he thinks that he can, uh, he can wait until you know, a few members of his caucus vote alongside 212 Democrats. By the way, I think we're down one right now. I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, uh, Representative Bonamici out of Oregon got run over the other day. Oh, it was just an accident, I'm sure. But nonetheless, there's a uh, there's a democratically controlled Senate that would like to not uh, have us go belly up financially. There's 212 Democrats who don't want that to happen, and you know maybe they. So in other words, Kevin McCarthy will look for Democrats to save his ass and then turn around and complain about the tax and spend Democrats. And I think it is absolutely imperative that President Biden not let him get away with that shit, not let him get away with dick. And, uh, it could get, the, the brinksmanship could get pretty ugly. But Kevin McCarthy has shown what kind of a spineless, feckless piece of shit he is. Just by the very nature of his of the committee assignments that his his uh, uh, steering committee voted unanimously for. 
Yeah, listen. Science, Technology, and Space Committee is now honored to have the first man to walk on the moon uh, in its midst. You know, George Santos. Trying to put him somewhere where he could, where he could you know, disappear. I'm sure a memo went out to, by the way, the Science and Space Committee won't be having any hearings. Neither will the Small Business Committee. You think? Yeah. So hopefully uh, uh, Ralph's challenge will get met, and let's uh, let's find out what's going on with Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, Robin. You're going to hate me for this. You're just going to absolutely detest me. You're going to throw soiled articles of clothing at me for this. And I'm truly sorry, but I overslept today. And I joined the program in progress, as they say, in network television. We now join head-on with Robin Kincaid in progress. Yes, already in progress. Already in progress. I like it better with the accent. In progress already. Yeah, already. Come on. You're late already. What the the fuck? What the fluorescent... What are you waiting for? An invitation? (laughs) Or as my mother would say, an engraved invitation. I had no idea what that was until I got my ordered my uh, high school uh, uh, oh here we go uh, 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 invitations which were engraved and these were and wedding invitations are like that with that raised print and it's really neat how they do that so too with quality business cards or business cards yes it's a it's a standard yet a treated ink and basically after it's shortly after it's printed it's run through a machine, which is like a little easy-bake oven with a little conveyor thing in it. And it causes – it's almost like dough rising up off of the page, you know. But it's uh, – yes, so we've had our lesson in graphic arts for today. You may now put your Thank hands you. on your desk for 10 minutes and see if you can get over it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, I think the hell of a day to be late because – uh, you have no thing, idea what I was talking I, about. Well, I have an idea, and it doesn't seem like it's a very good idea. I mean, it's a good it's a good idea in the sense that I, I pick things up. <clears throat> Even back in school, I pick things up easily. Pencils, erasers, wallets, you know, teacher's purse, you know. But the nuns didn't have purses, and I often wondered, where do they keep their money? In, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the sinus of their robes. No, I beg your pardon. They is that like a, a pouch, a hidden uh, – anyway, I, I don't even want to go there. I, I don't know. Roman togas had sinuses in – sine. Did they have eight sinuses, eight sinus cavities? But, no, two, two actually. Oh, so Dristan wouldn't have helped them. No, nor Anison. <laughs> or uh, Afrin nasal spray or whatever that shit is. Okay, but this is serious business. So as I understand it, in July, July 3rd, I think you said, there's a new law. No, not yet. It hasn't been passed, but if it gets oh. passed, it will become law somewhere around July 1st. Okay, well, let's keep our sunny sides up for a few more minutes. What What are the chances of it passing? Is there a public ground swell for this sort of law? To, well, what does the law prohibit? Man Me. Dressing, Me. Um, uh, from their point of view, men dressing in gender-inappropriate clothes. No, not men. Trans women. I'm not a man, Scott. I'm a woman. No, no, no. No, but from their point of view, 
you, you're nothing. <coughs> you're nothing. I am nothing more. more I am nothing more nor less than the gender that was <laughs> assumed to be mine upon my birth. Okay, so how is it going to work if they've issued you a a state-issued official document in the form of a driving permit that indicates you are female by their estimation and by your pledge on the card, whatever, when you filled out the form? What uh, isn't that a conflict, and isn't that an inroad? Sure, to, it is. They don't care. To, well, then you're giving up without even a fight you you think it's pointless to fight no i don't no i don't no 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 no. i'm not so no i'll fight to the bitter end they don't give shit well isn't it part of the job of the populace to assist people who have difficulty in that area to begin even if it's pretending to give a shit i don't care how they do the right thing just so they do the right thing or avoid doing the wrong thing in this case and this is a very wrong thing. I think we can agree on that. Oh, it is. It, yeah, but you got to under you, you're, you're talking. You're talking here just as would be the case with Alabama or Texas. You're talking about West Virginians, okay? Is there a mechanism as we have in our state that if the populace doesn't like a particular no, statute, no, 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 no. Well, there ought to be one. What? What? How can you? Uh, cause that to, to you'd have to modify the constitution for referendum and recall how many people are in west virginia about 11 million are you million, <laughs> 7 million uh, on, on our on our best is. on our best day scott 1.7 million all right well th- that's that's not a lot of people in the grand scheme of things and these people many of them vote who are above 18 years of age and some of them not that many, not that many, and even a smaller number of that I subset. Have, I may as well hang up now because nothing I even bring to the table in the way of speaking with you uh, will, will even be given any consideration. I mean, it's, I am giving you consideration. I'm answering questions about this place. Well, you're you're telling me that nothing that I could even the people of West Virginia want this, Scott. Well, there's nothing you can do then. You're absolutely right. There's not a goddamn thing you can do. So maybe we should talk about. No, you you you, know. you, you raise hell. You uh, you know it's that it's that poster from the '70s. Remember the last great act of defiance? Is that the Indian flipping the bird to the white man? No, it's the uh, well. I mean, it's the it's, there was a poster like it's that, the actually. mouse flipping the bird to the eagle. Oh yes. But the one I'm thinking of is the frog being eaten by the by 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 the. Uh, uh, Oh, what is it? Long-beaked water bird, heron, I guess, or crane, perhaps. And the frog's being eaten, and on the way to being eaten, he's got, he's got his hands wrapped around the throat of the crane. Oh Lord, that's serious business. I like that. I like that. That's attitude I like, fighting to the to the very end. But no, it's I, it's not about giving up. It's about you know, rule one is face the facts. So they have, they're not going it, to it, – it, let me understand. They're either, they haven't voted on it yet, but when and if they do, it becomes effective July 3rd. July 1, that's the way you, most statutes run around here. It yeah. becomes effective on the, as of the first day of the new fiscal. All right. Well, see, there's time. Um, of course, unless I'm missing something, there's probably not a lot that can be done until retrospect because – Sometimes these things have to go into 
in in places in municipalities where people don't give a shit by and large they have to go into effect and then the powers that be like aclu or activist uh, groups well, and and you, you you have to understand this isn't me just going oh woe is me i'm going to go and you know, do whatever oh no i don't think you will i think you'll fight it but i mean you can you can i i'm 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 well enough versed in the workings particularly of this noxious supreme court you got to remember this is remember constitutional originalism scott Mm-hmm. Uh, I, rem- I remember they pulled that old uh, wheeze out of the bag far too often, trying to make it mean something applicable in today's world. Well, remember when fat, dead Tony Scalia? I try not to recall. Uh, him, said yes, that there is no constitutional right not to be executed by the state when you're innocent? I don't remember it specifically, but it sounds like something he would say. Well... Yeah. Uh, in 1787, the founders could never have contemplated that there would pe- be people out there who weren't comfortable in their gender, even though well, there were. And and the people that push those types of approaches who have such limited thinking, you wouldn't think that someone in charge of making monumentous life-changing decisions that affect people would be that fucking limited or that we, we, we would we would put up with that for long. You know, I I just I don't uh, and I'm not saying it's all Skittles and beer here in the uh, what state is this, California? What is our motto? The uh, Golden State here in the Golden. Is it the Golden State or is that Florida? Uh, No, that's the Sunshine State. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. The Florida Anita's uh, Florida Sunshine Tree. I remember that. We chopped a few of those fuckers down back in the late 70s to piss her off. But. no, seriously, it's it's like, yes, I understand, I believe I understand some of what you're up against. But uh, to me, that just says, says fight more, raise more hell. Well, that's uh, all, That's 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 been my general philosophy for the last, you know, third of my life. So the statute will say that someone that they perceive to be a man... To their, by their estimation, not wearing gender-appropriate clothing in public is a felony, did you say? Yes, punishable by five years in the penitentiary. Now, I remember this would, that. This would, in, this would include, uh, say, uh, a selfie on Facebook or Instagram. Is that considered public or is that... Uh, yes, well, that's especially if viewable by a minor. I remember. Uh, I think, and you know, there's no, there, you know, if you've got a public profile, you don't know who's viewing your shit. But are, what I'm getting at is, aren't there any loopholes? Like, I remember DC had a thing for uh, drag performers that you had to wear. Then this is years and years ago, that you had to wear. Drag performers had to wear at least one item of, in their mind, original agenda, uh, not agenda, original gender appropriate clothing. Like if you wore a, a, a jock strap, let's say, under the frilliest pink panties for uh, ladies. Nothing like that people. here. Okay, well, see, that even that is shows how stupid and repressive they are. 
Well, you, you have to, okay, so drag bans are all the rage in the Republican Party. Well, I know, and they don't even like, uh, uh, you know, uh, drag queen story time. They don't even like. No, that's the worst thing because there are kids involved. Little children being read books by people in costumes. So how do people tolerate, and that may not even be the word, I couldn't live in a place where I would would feel so put upon by these numbskulls. These Welcome to my world. Mindless fucks, I guess, wouldn't be too strong a term to apply to them. I, I just, I, I don't. You know, I'm sorry you thought that I was just naysaying everything that you were suggesting. Well, I don't think you were, but I, I just, I, you know, I, that's one of the things about the Horn family. When presented with an equation that's not easily soluble or solvable, a lot of us like to come up with, you know, if you throw a lot of, of solutions at the problem, you one may hit correctly. And I'm just kind of shotgunning at this point because I am only three sips into my first coffee of the day. And I'm frankly upset, shocked, amazed even that this would even have to be a thing for you. I mean, how, do they not listen to this program? Do they not know that you already have a mountain of shit that you climb up and through and around and under and over uh, just in the normal course of business and that this, this doesn't help for fuck's sake? I mean – I've been mis I've been calling out these miserable pieces of shit and pieces of shit for almost two decades. For the hypocrites yeah. and monstrosities that they are, the misanthropes and freaks. And yet they they still run and they still get elected and they. But still this decide. is the but this would be a very easy way of just putting me off the air. But wait a minute, if you, if you're on the radio now. Pardon me if I simplify this too much, but TV is radio with pictures. Radio right. doesn't have the pictures. You, I mean, I had a friend, Dennis Richards. You had God a friend? Lesson. I had a friend who did talk radio in the 70s at WLMD in Laurel, which was midway between – it was where George Wallace got shot – midway between D.C. and Baltimore. So this little AM uh, station, daytime only, at 900 on the dial – beamed right into D.C. and and uh, uh, Baltimore. They were situated perfectly for that purpose. And he had a midday talk show, Dennis Richards, The Man You Love to Hate. And he was just as liberal as you please. Uh, and, and he would get them to the point where they would call in and they would say a few coherent sentences, but he would get them so flustered and frustrated and upset that they would make these unearthly fucking noises and he'd have to terminate the call because they just... That doesn't constitute good talk radio when the fool on the other end is going, oh, you know, doing a Mitch McConnell on him, you know. And it, it's just I, I, I only bring that up that that certainly, you know, you, you we are legion, the, the fans of this program and of you as a as a human being and a, and a proprietor at the great radio ranch there in uh West Virginia, we, we we would like to do whatever we can, but we don't know what to do at this point. Who do we contact? Well, that we, that that makes <laughs> that makes all of us because I don't know what to do. 
well, maybe that'll be one of the things between now and July, which, boy, isn't that ironically wonderful? The, the, the independence and freedom that we celebrate around that time, or we're supposed to celebrate and, and endorse and recall, maybe it's in the rear view mirror. Maybe it's not even present for the immediate future. It sounds like it. That's... Well, if, one, of, one of the one of the more fa- this is a matter of the exercise of pure, raw, naked, ham-fisted power. Because polling data came out after the, you know, the the pink puddle of the midterms. Yes, it was. Republicans no spent millions of dollars running ads about the transes are coming after you. About 5% of people polled said the issue even remotely mattered to them. But they're still doubling down on it because the people to whom it matters tend to be activist-oriented. And in a state like West Virginia, hell, you might find good God, a good God-fearing, upstanding, Bible-believing, Christ-centered, evangelical, fundamentalist, homosexual Christian Democrats who would say that they agreed. Okay. Well, that's because this. I mean, this reminds me back uh, back during the uh, 2008 primaries for the presidency when the May primary came around and Barack Obama had pretty much sewed it up. And and this this is not this is not anything anti-Hillary, but they interviewed a good Democrat woman here in West Virginia. She's a Democrat. Okay, I want to be really clear about this. A Democrat who was asked who she voted for, and she said, "I voted for Hillary," because you know, and she got that little kind of conspiratorial quality in her voice. And she said, because, you know, I don't think America's ready for one of those to be president. Did she get a little wrinkle in her nose as she was saying it? Of course. That, go, that, that goes with the conspiratorial whisper. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I know people like her. And that was in, what, 2008? Right. Yeah, America's not ready. And then in 2012, uh, a guy who was in prison in Texas got more votes than the incumbent president of the United States here. Who the hell was that? Was that LaRouche? No, just some random dickhead. Oh. Inmate number random dickhead. His sign was in letters, his little laminated card. Jesus well, being Texas and then being Christian, his his name tag read random. While everybody else had their last name on it, his was dickhead, so it just read random. Yeah, I random. Give me some of that slop. He was. But I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to make it clear a little bit of what it's like around here. Um, and by around here, I don't mean the immediate area where I live. Um. I really like the people here. But if they are whipped into a white, and I do mean white, hot frenzy, otherwise decent people are capable of great monstrosities. 
Germany in 1933 has entered the room. Yeah. And there, there are no, you have, there are no allies and movement afoot to. Uh, well, I mean, we've got Fairness West Virginia. They're sort of the uh, umbrella LGBTQ rights organization. And they will be raising hell. Um, the ACLU will raise hell. But they don't care. Again, I don't know if you came in too late for this, but um, we should have had a sure th- a surefire win at the federal court at the federal district court level on the ban on trans girls playing sports. But it landed in the lap of an octogenarian, a Clinton appointee, a Democrat, who dismissed the case, just fucking dismissed it. Yeah, well, I, 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 w- I don't. I wish I had better things to say, but I, I just, it's, it, it's. I'm not going to give up and say, well, you're all screwed, Robin, out there in wild, wonderful West Virginia, which is getting increasingly wild. But it is, wild, a, it, it is a, it is a daunting, th- it is a daunting thing to contemplate that merely stepping outside one's goddamn door could be a felony, well, or that there, what I do for three hours a night, five nights a week, could be a felony. Well, let me ask you this then. Are there other laws on the book that 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 have the effect of causing just existence with a particular mindset or or behavior felonious? This can't be the only one. I mean, if we're if these are the caliber of people we're talking about in the terms of quote lawmakers, and I put that in quotes. Uh, evildoers, or uh, 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 what would what would the word be? The description of people whose sole purpose in life is to wake up every morning and make life miserable for the elements of society that they do not like. Assholes, yeah, that would be Republicans or Republicans. A little broader term there. Uh, I, I just. I, I can't believe there are so few people in the state, first of all, and that unless I'm not hearing something, that, that most of them either wholeheartedly believe it or don't care enough to know anything about it. Well, it, 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 you know, like any, like any premise that proceeds from a fundamental falsehood, everything that comes after it is false as well. Um, there's a doctrine called fruit of the poisonous tree. If the tree is poison, the fruit that falls from the tree is poison too. It's not particularly on point for this discussion. But if you assume that every trans person... Okay, back up. This thing cloaks itself as a drag ban. Okay? Because... And, and make no mistake, the goddamn Republicans know exactly what they're doing. Um, they over uh, uh, trans transgenderism ism really being trans. Not like you go to a place on Sunday and right. singing. But and being trans being being trans is a moral panic. 
generated for the purpose of making money. This is a capitalist country, and all of these moral panics are all, always have a capitalist basis. It's a good dollar, like the late oh, great yeah. prophet, prophet Bill Hicks used to say, "Peace be upon him." Yeah. So they know, the they know, they know, they know. Drag shows are no threat to children. That doesn't matter. They also know that probably in excess of ninety-nine percent of drag performers are cisgender gay guys. Okay? But they use drag queens as a substitute for just ordinary, everyday, run-of-the-mill trans women. And I'm not deliberately excluding my trans brothers. It's just that they're not that worked up about them right now because well, they, 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 they treat them like crazy women who they already ignore or marginalize in the first place. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be in any wise disrespectful. A lot of trans guys will tell you exactly the same thing. But with drag queens as a stand-in or a straw girl... For trans women, then the, the the purpose, the entire purpose of all of this, is to get rid of trans women. Okay, it has nothing to do with drag. Drag is, like I said, drag is a stand-in. But it, but is it isn't there like because a- you it, there's a history here. You can go back to, Jermaine um, Greer, and the female eunuch. Yeah. And she has hateful, shitty things to say about trans women. And the the the, the furor in on, on Turf Island, as personified by J.K. Rowling, there's a there's a great outrage going on in the U.K. right now. For the first time, um, okay. So the Scottish National Parliament. Wow, I'm going far. Look, we're talking about something besides. West Virginia. The Scottish National Parliament passed a bill into law that would change the requirements for a trans person to get a marriage certificate, a death certificate, you know, be recognized for their perceived gender. Because the UK makes it deliberately, hatefully hard to do. So because Scotland has, at least ostensibly, some sovereignty, the Scottish Parliament said, okay, we're going to do it different than uh, England and Wales do. So they passed the law. Well, the government in London had a uh, trump card, or a joker in the deck, if you will, because when Scotland was given its sovereignty, given, it came with a catch-22. And that was that anything that the uh, folks down in Merry Oldie Engelon didn't like, they could automatically veto. 
which is almost like not having the uh, right. To not having any sovereignty at all. Yeah, that's that's like pro sovereignty. Well, this is exactly what England has done to the Scottish law. So even nope, Scotland, we're vetoing it. We're going to keep on making it as hard as possible for trans people to even fucking exist. Because what about the bathrooms? Oh God, here we go. Does anybody have any real concern when you've got to when you've got to all the uh, turfs do the trans exclusionary radical feminists they're positively uh, they're positively uh, scared to death to go to the potty because there might be a trans woman peeing in there too. What about the women only spaces? I maybe, maybe it's just me, Robin. I'm a I'm a I'm limited in my abilities in terms of. I'm not always as aware and cognizant as I ought to be, but God damn it, when I've got to take a whiz, okay, let's just keep it at that level, and and all that is available is the public restroom. The object of the exercise is go in, take the whiz, wash up, and go out. I might brush my hair a little bit, you know. And, but, but even that is not always required. It's a, and if it's a, a grungy uh, a bathroom in a grungy place, I may just piss and, and leave and get a wet wipe from the bartender or something. Okay. You know, you want to spend as little time in there as you possibly can. But have we, have we gotten – are we still at the point where people are that fucking hung up well, they sure they sure are they sure are in the UK, and they sure are in Alabama, and they sure are in North Carolina and Georgia and South Carolina, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But you say, you know, when I have to use a public restroom, I just go in the public. If you're somebody like me, it's not well, that it, it's not that easy yeah, a calculation. No, it, it's a whole different deal. I have driven <laughs> driven an hour or more. Holding it till I can get home, so that I know that I can use the use the restroom in safety and not be attacked for it. So the the, the bottom line here in in this in the situation that you described that I picked up as I tuned in late is that's going to go into effect. And well, it has to be passed in both houses, and it has to be signed into law. I'm taking that as read because, again, this is the part that you missed. There are 12 Democrats out of 100 members in the House of Delegates, three Democrats out of 20 senators in the Senate. They will pass. I mean, on the first day, I'm not kidding, on the first day of the session, the Republicans uh, in, in Charleston decided they, would not be, they were not going to be bothered with the Constitution. And so they suspended the rules, and they passed a shitload of dumb shit without it ever going to a committee, without it ever having been read once or twice or three times according to the rules. They just did it because they wanted to. So I don't even know if this thing will go to committee. It might just go to the floor for a vote. Well, what I'm asking is the thing is pretty much destined, barring anything unforeseen, to come into being effective July 3rd or 1st or 2nd, whichever it is. Barring a miracle, so, yes. So the only the, – the, 
the the plan will be if we can't stop it, we've got to figure out a way to undo it, and that doesn't look promising either. I'll bet. Well, you have to file. You'll, you'll again, you file in federal court, and it lands in the lap of octogenarian Joe Bob Goodwin, and he says, "Well, it's just a, the state has a right to tell men they can't dress as women's dismissed." Well, what level is this person at? He's a United States a United States District Judge for the Southern District of West Virginia. Okay, but there are courts of venues above him. It would go to the Fourth Circuit beyond him, and then to the Supreme Court. So it's still not it's still iffy at best. Well, he might get overturned at the at the Fourth Circuit, but then it has to go up to our most puissant, dread sovereign, Supreme Catholic Majesties in Washington. Who will have no prob- Who will have no problem saying? We have examined the history, and there is no mention of a constitutional right for a person to change their gender. So the, the, it's a non-issue. And then it's a federal thing. Then it yeah. then it applies to California as well as West Virginia. Yeah, but that would require California to be. So stupid. A member of the United States of America? And, and well, stu- stu- California would have to be where it was, let's say, in the... No, 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 no. If the Supreme Court declares that there is no constitutional right protecting a person's ability to change their gender, that means nobody has that right anywhere in the United States. Well, how how could it be applied so broadly if the case they're uh, judging on is uh, 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 venued in West Virginia? Well, let me let me show you by example. Um, there was a case called Bowers versus Hardwick in Georgia, and it was a so-called sodomy law. Yeah, I remember that one. And the Supreme Court let it stand. And so that meant that sodomy laws were okay across the country. Ten or more years go by. case called Lawrence comes along, goes up to the Supreme Court out of Texas, and they strike down on equal protection basis uh, grounds. They strike down the Texas sodomy law. And so all the sodomy laws all over the country were struck down. Obergefell versus Hodges went before the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court declared that it was a violation of one's constitutional rights to be denied the right to marry simply because of who one wanted to marry. In other words, same-sex marriage. Well, when that case was decided, it invalidated the laws against same-sex marriage in Alabama, even though Obergefell versus Hodges was a case out of Ohio. But in these types of, even when they are Supreme Court decisions, doesn't it really come down to, to the extent that you can get stuff put into law, preferably federal law, which applies or should apply everywhere, don't you want it to be uh, in statute form on a federal basis? Because it seems rather arbitrary that laws can be so, I won't say cavalierly changed, but you know, people learn and grow, and you get new people on the court. Okay, well, Loving versus Virginia. Interracial marriage. 
67, I think. Yeah. Uh, Virginia's anti-miscegenation statute was struck down by Loving versus Virginia, and thereby, because it was a violation of the Equal Protection Clause of the of the of the Constitution, every other state statute against uh, rice mixing got struck down at the same time, because it is it is a matter of federal constitutional right. Your constitutional rights are not supposed to be different in Virginia than they are in Nevada. Because the Constitution is the Constitution is the Constitution in Virginia and Nevada. At least that's the idea, because they even try to find ways around. I mean, and I don't mean the courts so much. I'm thinking in terms of these fuckers. These activists, I put that in quotes because they're grifters more than they're anything. They dream, they, how, what do these people eat before they go to sleep? What causes these, are they tripping? I mean, you'd have to take some really consistently bad uh, hallucinogens to be tripping to, to that extent and that re- reliably bad or badly. God damn, I mean. Have these people nothing more productive to do than to fuck This with is the people? most productive thing in the world they they have to do and want to do, Scott. Uh, well, I just Because they're making America safe for Christ Jesus. And see, let's say that this case in West Virginia becomes law. This bill. And it goes through the process like we've already described. And the Supreme Court agrees to hear it. And they say, we are not going to make make any pronouncements about constitutional rights to change your gender. This is properly in the province of the states. It's a matter of states' rights. So West Virginia can, can make felons out of people who ain't doing nothing wrong if and they want to. That's what they did with Dobbs versus Jackson's women, Jackson Women's Health. Yeah. The abortion decision. So basically, we're overturning to the extent that Roe versus Wade created a right to have an abortion. We are overturning and overruling Roe versus Wade and saying that it is the right of in every given state to decide whether women are second class citizens or not. Well, uh, what what case was that? What state? uh, Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health. That's the in, abortion decision from last summer. In Mississippi? In Michigan? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, because there are Jacksons all over the place. So basically, the, even with something as long-standing, well, previously long-standing as Roe, I forget that little bit of madness. 50 last, years. Yeah, last spring or whenever it was, June, I seem to recall, May or June. So nothing is there's the only thing permanent is change and these nothing is safe with these thugs. No, there used to be things that were kind of understood to be changeless. They're called settled law. There is no settled law anymore. And they like it that way. It's my guess. I mean, they I mean, I've actually got other Supreme Court news in the stack today. The Supreme Court decided to hear another another religious case 
this will not end well. Now what? Um, I feel like my mother at this point. She got to a point in raising the four of us where one of us would come into the room with a sad look on her face about something, sniffling, and it wasn't from a cold. And she'd put the phone down, put down her pack of foam malls and look. She'd say, now what? Right. I love you, Mother, wherever you are. But go ahead. I'm well, sorry. today the Supreme Court decided to hear a case called Groff versus DeJoy. And is a, is that just sounds like a familiar name. That is. Um, Government worker? DeJoy? I'm thinking of the postal guy. Yeah, I am too. So it's an employment case, but it's also a religious rights case. And as long as it's the right religion, this Supreme Court is going to break its own bones trying to trying to trying to create a religious right yeah. because they are theocrats. I wondered what they wore under those robes. Um, it's described in an article from Vox that I'm looking at as a case that could give religious conservatives an unprecedented new ability to dictate how their workplaces operate and which workplace rules they will refuse to follow. Oh, so we're back to the a cardboard carton joint and the fish full chick-fil-a fish fillet whatever the fuck the place is and it's our business and we're going to run it the way we want and if you don't like it you can eat elsewhere work elsewhere be be elsewhere and so the odds are non-religious employees will find themselves with no rights whatsoever and the the Jesus fiends We'll have all the rights. Well, wait a minute. What sort of business is this, and what are these rights that these people are saying that they supposedly have in the workplace? Saying grace over lunch? Well, they're they're looking uh, at exceptions from federal law. Uh, they where'd it go? God damn! Oh no! Son of a... Well, I just baptizing lost the, it. Baptizing the cats in the pet aisle. It, whatever whatever they want, Scott. Jesus. If you couch it in religious terms, you can do whatever you want. This is like the... Uh, refuse service to a customer. Refuse medications under your health care plan. I don't know. Require re, re, require your employees to gargle with fucking holy water when they walk when they clock in. Did you ever taste that stuff? It's pretty nasty. No, but I do know a joke about gargling with holy water. So. Well, I wasn't even going to go there. So, but yeah, I get what you mean. I I I well, I am so sorry that this is uh, trying to come to pass. Well, remember, fascism and theocracy are often. Uh, they often go hand in hand. Yeah, but sometimes the theocrats just sit by or stand by. I mean, the Roman Catholic Church in Italy? Uh, was, yeah. In France? In Germany? 
Oh, yeah, Mr. Hitler. How can we help you, Mr. Hitler? Yes, of course. Oh, well, well. You know, sometimes they'll just step aside and let things happen. We have been trying... Uh, we have been trying to say for all these, uh, you know, for, for, for many, many years, we've been trying to say for 1,600 years and remind people, you know, the Jews, they killed Christ. It's the Jews, Henry. It's the Jews, Henry, the Jews. Yavol, Mr. President. That, 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 I mean, and Henry, you couldn't be, a, you know, more Jewish than old Henry the K. I mean, not trying to say anything bad about our Jewish brethren or sisterin. I'm going to get some more coffee. By the way, I need to say, I, well, you get some more coffee, and I need to say thank you to Henry. Henry responded to uh, Ralph's challenge. Henry listens. Different Henry. Different oh, Henry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. President. Um, no, Henry, lives, uh, Henry out in Oakland. Thank you, Henry. Um, Henry answered... Ralph's challenge, and so we are down to, uh, uh, let's see, uh, 695 $6.95 to go in fundraising. Thank you so much, Henry. Thank you so very much. Uh, a couple of notes have come in uh, from Matt in San Francisco. So many questions. So what about feminine presenting men or masculine presenting women? Or androgynous folks. My head hurts. Mine too. And it will be entirely in the eye of the beholder. So the people about whose lives whose lives are being affected don't even get a vote in the matter. It's the person who is offended or upset or otherwise right. put upon. Right. Ay, ay, ay. Mommy, that lady seems um, awfully tall. Yeah. Well, as I was as I was getting ready to say, I, this is not good news to wake up to. Obviously, that's the understatement of the year, and it becomes doubly doubly bad news because one hardly knows how to proceed. I mean, not everybody is on board in America with this nonsense. I think we know that. Um. You know, there, but apparently there are enough of them on board with it that it's always going to be a fight. I am so tired of, of, of the struggle, and this is why I wouldn't have made a good activist in the long run, because I like to see results from my, from my uh, activity and, and have something be settled or at least temporarily, long-term temporarily in place and then move on to what's next on the agenda. And that's hardly an option anymore. Do you get what I mean? It's like, yeah. and, I've, and I've said this before, I would have thought, well, first of all, I couldn't imagine that I'd live to be as old as I am, okay? But even if I could have imagined it, I would have thought by this point, I mean, we're in the second decade of the 21st century. Is that, does your calendar coincide? Uh, this would be the um, third decade of the 21st century. Oh, that's right. Yeah, all right. I'm sorry. I see. I, yeah, it's my Van Winkle syndrome. It, it crops up from time to time. I don't know what year it is, what day it is, what month it is. But yeah, here we are. And fool that I am, I would have thought that by now, 
things wouldn't be perfect because perfect. Well, that's what yes. I said before while you weren't tuned in. Of all the futures that I imagined for myself, being a felon for simply being alive was not one of them. But this is what happens when you give up your you know, give up your male privilege. So what have you gotten to the point of looking at options, or is it too soon to even start considering them? Um, like I said, this, I, I, I found out about this 30 minutes before airtime. Oh, that puts you in a nice basal state for the broadcast. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Uh, and and it, it it's like putting it, well, it, it ruined it, honestly it ruined the show, Scott. Well, I don't doubt it. I mean, something like that is going to throw a crimp in anything. I didn't know. I, did, I, I, I couldn't figure out how in God's name I was going to talk about anything. So, uh, in, in, uh, no, it's all very new to me. I was expecting it just, well, you know how you're expecting something, and but you hope that magically it won't happen? Yeah. This is that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't even, th from the sound of it, it doesn't even sound like you were expecting it. It was like one of those. Oh, no, I predicted it. Field. I predicted it on the, on this air. I've, I have said, and it's, it's in the archives. Once, you know, that I fully, I've, I've said, I fully expect when the legislature meets that they will make my very life illegal. Well, you got to stop giving them these fucking ideas, Robin. I mean, because you know they, somebody. Yeah, the little pricks them. are tuning in and getting this shit for free, you goddamn freeloaders. Well, Pony up. What, well, what one of the people who wrote epistles talked about kicking against the pricks. I know it was a different I context. I kick these guys in the pricks. Well, there you go. Punch them right in the balls. Uh, but, yeah, I just, if they had any. Because, first of all, you've got to be a, a pretty wimpy person to be picking on people. Well, see, that, that's one of the funny things. Uh -huh, the, West funny Virginia, the West Virginia House of Delegates has 100 members. On average, trans people in society are somewhere between 1% and 3%. That means in the House of Delegates, if statistics are to be relied upon, there are somewhere between 1% to 3 trans people in there, but they're closeted. And if there are 1% to 3 closeted trans people in there, and there's only 12 Democrats, that means that the odds are that there's some... Beard wearing, God fearing, conservative Republican sitting there voting, uh, voting and, po and, and and pontificating, you know, whilst wearing a cute pair of lace maiden forms. You understand? Uh, yeah, it just it it's just it's so needlessly needlessly irritating. If you could, if you could get a search warrant to view the browser the histories, the browser hit. No, never mind that. No, the browser histories <laughs> of these goddamn maggots. It would, it, it would be, it would be so pornographic as to shock the conscience of the kinkiest Democrat on earth. And then Larry Larry Flint would uh, blanch. Yep, yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he'd, he'd come back from the dead just to die. Oh, that's right. I forgot. He's no he's no no, no longer upright and above ground. But I got a message from Les, and uh, <clears throat> I understand I understand your point. And you know, I, for a lot of years, 
I was like, well, you know, because for a lot of years people said, you know, Robin, mountaintop removal, it's horrible. I know you love the place, but why don't you go somewhere else? And my, my answer was always where? Where is where is there that somebody is going to give me an acre of ground with a crappy little house on it that it is at least mine? And I can, and I used to say it, and, and I can go out at night and pee in the backyard. Don't do that anymore. Um, well, you, you, but I would think that that would still be a viable option. It isn't. It isn't. Uh, but but anyway, the, the the point is, I wanted to stand and fight because I have kids and grandkids. And even if I did not get to set foot in the promised land, I wanted to get a little bit closer for them. The same thing applies here. But this is a little more existential. So Les says, Robin, Les says, Robin, it's time to get the fuck out of Reich, Virginia. I say this as a black man currently living under the governorship of America's next fascist Fuhrer who decrees that people who share my melanin should be run over in the streets. What are you staying for? The frigid cold? The mountaintop removal poisoning? The poverty? The hatred? At least I get warm weather, palm trees, beaches, and rocket launches to go along with the gunned-up rednecks flying Confederate flags off their pickup trucks, and I got mine to deal with them if and when the time comes. All that being said, the moment the state stops beating around the bush with the SYG shooting me or run over me with your car laws, and it becomes explicitly illegal for me to just be alive in this state, I will be up and on my way to Georgia. Fuck all fascists. Lord, I get it less, and thank you for that. I hope you're still out there and hear this. Um, For the first time, about, oh... Two and a half hours ago, well, I looked at Annette, and I said, Honey, it may be time for me to go. And she said, What? And I sent her the bill and showed her what it meant. And tears began to come down her face. And I can't stand to see her cry. But I said, if I leave, it'll be me leaving. Not the whole family. And I don't know how that works. Yeah. And of course, this is, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of just a spur of the moment panic response. Um. But the thing shows every indication of playing out in the worst possible, worst possible way. way. Yes. So you've got to get your ducks up in a row or, or, or figure out your moves because it may come to that. In, 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 and, in and like I said, anywhere I go, basically I get there homeless. In places where you can't rent a fucking cardboard box on the on the on the corner of the street without a you know without a seven hundred credit rating. Yeah, and I uh, I having been down that road more times than I care to even recount. 
I, yeah, I know how daunting a prospect that is. And I, you know, I know that we differ sometimes on our, our take on, on the capacity or even the uh, reality of, of a benign universe looking out for us, whether we know it or not, or acknowledge it or not. But sometimes the fates, sometimes the universe, sometimes life itself will show you the signposts. And I don't mean into the, you know, the shortest distance to the twilight fucking zone. I'm talking about sometimes if you're, if you're in tune with, with, the, with, with, the, with the inputs that, that are coming through, you'll be shown the way uh, to proceed. And it's to everyone's highest good and the rewards, the outcomes, not even rewards, the outcomes are never imaginable. I mean, yeah, I guess you could play with it for a day or two and look at it and and Ben Franklin balance sheet it and all that stuff. But sometimes, see, the universe does you a favor by not showing you how difficult such a move would be. But then again, it saves the good part till last with the benefits and rewards that happen when you take what could be a leap of faith, even uh, that wouldn't be too strong a way to put it. I'm not saying to, to do it. You've got to make up your own mind and follow as your heart leads you and your spirit and your mind and, and the rest of it. But sometimes things come our way that provide opportunities that we don't immediately see. It's like looking at a mural on the wall, but all you can see of it in any detail is a size of a postage stamp. Well, you have no fucking idea what the what the bigger picture is until you look at enough of those little portions, and then you begin to see patterns, you begin to see things. And sometimes it takes big chunks of a lifetime to get to a point where the, you know, it's as I quote Red Fox, when you can read the handwriting on the wall, you're in the toilet. Not always. Sometimes you read the handwriting on the wall and you get uh, uh, Horace Greeley saying, go West or another wise uh, 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 invocation or invitation or whatever. I, I would uh, uh, keep that in the back of your mind that you may have to, uh, you know, move on up to the East side or the West side or the North side or some side that where we where there are more people and allies on your side in your locale and in charge of things in your locale. And even that's not a pleasant prospect, but sometimes you got to pull up stakes and go where the weather and the uh, attitudes suit your clothes and the rest of you. Yeah. And, you know, and I hate, I hate that you've got to put up with this horse shit. I mean, because it's, it's, just, it's just purely evil. That there are people and organizations and tax-free groups, tax-exempt groups, religious groups especially, that dream up this shit, create these flaming barbed wire hoops that people have to jump through, and they take some particular twisted delight in doing that. And and you want to just but people people there is no evil there is no evil to be contemplated on the face of this planet, Scott, that people will not perpetrate in the name of Jesus. Well, yes, I know. I know. 
And, Every and, one uh, of these people behind this shit are convinced that God loves them a little bit more for doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really do get what you're saying. Go, yeah, I know. Go west, young lady. Go west. You know, Randy and Ray, Randy Radar just said, Vermont! I don't think so. Uh, I would not freeze. I mean, you might have more enlightened people, but goddamn, you'll freeze enjoying it. I don't want to go. I don't want to go somewhere that's further north than Canada. Have <laughs> to pack your snuggies if you do. Um, but you know, if it's the difference between living or dying, sure, Vermont. Don't mean to piss off my Vermont friends. Lovely state. I mean, Boss Man Wayne lived there for a very long time. He's the one who told me there are three seasons there. Summer, dead of winter, and mud. Mud, yes. Um, I, I get, you know, the, the D.C. is trans-friendly. But who can live in D.C.? Oh yeah, there was a time. You see, this is where the price of things comes. But this is that. this is where it becomes existential. I mean, this is this is where this is really where the rubber meets the road. This is where it gets very very hard. Are there any um, red states or purple states that are like where the pioneers are currently going to affect change, but also to find better accommodations that, that are more reliable and more affordable? Who know that it is a place in transition that are that are becoming purpler and purpler and even edging, you know, fading out the red and getting more of the blue into the uh, chroma key. Are there any places that you have thought in your late night imaginings that might be? Uh, you know, I've thought about Maryland, but I was uh, I was messaging with our good friend Reverbo, who said, yeah. Property's insane here. Well, it depends on where you go, I think. I don't mm, think all of no. Really? Yeah. Even Western, like Hagerstown, Frederick? Yeah, I mean, that'd be, yeah, that'd be close to West Virginia, but no, I mean, the thing is, I, I mean, there, there's no, there's, and, you know, the, th the other thing that goes with this is that, you know, this all comes to me in the year, and we're within a couple of weeks. Of me turning 60. I am what is known as unhirable. Not because I'm cantankerous or hateful, but um, the under underemployment in the trans community is legendary. Well, um, and no, by virtue of being 60, nobody's going to want to hire me. But uh, you, you're making. I, mean, I won't even. I can't even get a job at that. Tell you a dirty little secret. I applied at the Starbucks over in Somersville. Just to get the health care that's really good for trans people. Eh. Too old. Too fucking old. Starbucks well, is not an old lady's game. You're making it sound as if the the horn would not continue if you had to move. No, I, I mean, I, I, I would, I, no, I, I want it to continue. But, you know, one of the reasons I've been able to do this, and I know the fundraising goals seem outrageous, I suppose, but not when you look at what the bills are. I mean, I wish I was, you know, <laughs> take vacations. 
But the only reason I've been able to do this all along is because I don't have a mortgage. I got a car. I got a car payment. I'm struggling to hang on to that. Insurance, you know, power, water, internet, phones, and then just trying to stay alive. I mean, I'm uninsured right now. And this isn't me just pissing and moaning. It really isn't. But I'm in, I'm uninsured right now. Um, it's like I said the other night. If I'm trying really hard to be really good and get my blood sugar down and get my A1C down and do the right thing, because if I had to go on insulin, I'm a dead girl, Scott. Yeah, because of the madness with the. Because I ain't got no fourteen hundred dollars a month, at least. It's horrifying. So, I mean, shit, I'll probably have nightmares tonight. I don't know. Uh, let me bring the stress line on. I did it again. Hey, welcome to the program. Well, good evening, Robin and Scott. Hey, Dave, how are you? I'm sorry. I did it again. I apologize. I'm a horrible person. Uh, no, no need to apologize, my dear. Um, they're doing it, as they say, to own the libs. Somebody ought to remind them that... Uh, there are a few constitutional amendments in the United States Constitution against owning other human beings. But uh, I, I really called to talk about uh, right-wing violence hitting the Blue Island of Bloomington, Indiana. Really? Yes, uh, the other day, an Asian woman, a 19-year-old student at uh, my alma mater, uh, was stabbed standing waiting for a bus downtown. And the police say it is it is uh, racially motivated, and you might think that Bloomington is this liberal haven in a red state, and generally you'd be correct. However, they we do have our, our our fascists down there. There's an organization that purports itself to be a church called the World Church of the Creator. The World Church of the Creator believes in no deity and believes in no fucking creator. But one of their members several years ago went on a killing spree that killed a Korean a Korean student. Um I was living down there at the time. They would leave flyers on your windshield. They would, you know, um, Christine had a pride flag on the back of her car. And they they papered her car with all kinds of horrendous bullshit. Um, if they do this in West Virginia, Robin, you need to protect yourself, honey. How? I don't know. Uh, diffuse the horn a little bit. Maybe have other people who can do a podcast, stand in for you till you get settled. Keep it alive and and uh, and then as far as. This is your best option, almost turning 60, since you're 
Not hireable. And not not because you're a trans woman, but because you're 60. Yeah, you get it. Well, I'm 58, so I definitely get it. Well, we don't think you can keep up with this and all that happy horse shit. Um, I, I, oh, Christine's going to be so upset when I tell her this. She's, oh, then don't, then don't, don't, then don't. Well, she's going to ask me how you're doing. So no. But but um, she, uh, I I wish I could do something. I wish I had a a property or a trailer or something. And tell you, girl, get your ass to Indiana and ain't the best. But it'll do for the moment. But I, I can't. I wish I could. Yeah, I mean, you're in a you're in, you're in a state that's gonna. If they haven't already done the same thing, they're gonna. This this bill that's the, that's the other thing for, that's terrifying for the entire country. This bill is going to be like, hey, wait, what? This is awesome. The, the, Alabama the will introduce it. Florida will introduce it. Georgia will introduce it. Tennessee, Kentucky, Idaho, Missouri, Kansas. Never mind that, you know, the, the trans girls, and they're, and let's say they're. Well, you have to understand in their mind, Dave, you know, a wad of a, a, a one a two week old wad of tissue has a right to life, but I don't, and others like me don't. We have somehow invalidated our own lives by virtue of the fact that we were born incongruent with the gender that was assumed for us at birth. And I say and assumed, and I say I, I say assumed and not assigned. Because, you know, when a baby is born, there's all kinds of things that are assumed about it. They'll assume what the what the baby's ultimate height will be. They'll assume what the ba- baby's, uh, you know, babies who are born with blue-eyed, blue eyes often wind up having brown eyes. It changes. Yeah. We've been, we've yeah. been watching, we've been watching, you know, my granddaughter for a while and pretty little blue eyes. And it's like, oh, I think they're going to stay blue. And that makes me so happy for Ferg, because I gave him his blue eyes, and he's passed them on to his precious daughter. And before you know it, little Jenny's going to be up and walking and running around, and her mom and Ferg are going to be chasing her down and telling her to be quiet and sit down. Yeah, then it's like, oh, my God, there's two of them. Yeah, because she's got a big sister. Hey, Robin and Dave. Uh-huh. I had a question sure, that I meant to ask before. You, you're, you're both probably aware of the organization where the acronym is ALEC. Is this one of their deals, or is there some other? Uh, um, actually, no. This is the, you know this comes yeah. from this comes from the Family Policy <laughs> Council and that, that that those filthy religious outfits. Oh Jesus! Well, there you go. 
And of course, they you have, they have assholes in Colorado. No, not the. No, I'm not talking about. Um, no, the. Oh. Uh, this is the, the, you can't keep track of them. You need a program, but you know, Family Research Council, Family Policy Council, they they have millions of dollars and they do nothing but sit around and try to write legislation to deliberately hurt marginalized communities. So if they got, if all, they could if they that. could if they felt like there was some way that they could pass. A, a, a an old school Jim Crow segregation law, they would do it. But then again, they really don't need to pass a segregation law because schools in America are more segregated right now than they were when Brown versus Board of Education was decided. And Robin, isn't it true that when you encounter nine times out of ten, when you encounter one of these groups that has family in the name, they're not thinking in terms of your family. Isn't that all usually the case? Right. They're thinking in terms of their wallets. Well, that's And true. if they've got family in their name, I probably wouldn't let a child anywhere near them. Yeah. Well, I thought I was I thought I was on board with on on track with that. Anyway, go ahead, Dave. There are, uh, these um well or, or like organizations that call themselves churches like the World Church of the Creator is nothing but a front for a bunch of goose-stepping fascists. Well, sure, and these uh, mean, these independent Baptist churches out there with I can't remember their names, but you know they they stand in the pulpit and they actually preach the execution of LGBTQ people. And I don't mean they preach I don't mean they preach it uh, hyperbolically or that they preach it. Metaphorically, they want they state openly that they want to see every LGBTQ person put against a wall and killed. Well, they're going to have to bring friends when they come for me, Robin. I, I, I for one, am not going to go meekly down the gas chamber path. I understand. If they if they want to get rid of me, they're going to have to get their fucking hands dirty. I got so angry. You know, I have conversations with myself. Well, I had a conversation with myself, and the situation was I was at my sister's. Now, my sister is a very liberal lady, but my dad is a conservative Catholic, you know. And my brother is a gun-toting conservative. And her old, her son is a conservative who voted for the first time, and he voted for Trump. I would look over at all three of them and say, stay the hell away from me. And I'd spell it out. They're hypocritical. They're, they're violence-loving, protecting children, my ass. They're staying 1,500 feet away from schools. That comes right out of the sex offender registry bullshit, which got its start in the Nuremberg Laws. 
And do you know how those pieces of shit got passed in the United States? They said, well, if you don't pass these laws, we're going to withhold a million dollars in highway funding for each state that doesn't do it. Right. Voluntary. And it doesn't matter if you've molested 20 kids or taken a piss on a wall. If little Johnny is three years old and can barely mutter in a sentence, uh, if Mama says that he said it, then you're dead. And Chilling, the same thing is going to happen. Yeah, uh, this is not something uh, you you screw around with. I'm not saying don't fight. I'm not saying take the show on the road. I mean seriously. Um, God, I, I I really do wish I, I had a place in city. You know, Marvin, you. Guys, come on down here until you can figure out what you want to do, and then we'd work something out. But I don't, unfortunately. Um, it's very kind and very sweet. Dave. But it would... The... Taliban-Diana is not a leader, it's a follower. And whatever the Confederacy says, it's it does, a good chance. The way I explained this at the very beginning, the part that Scott missed, is that this is this is a case of this issue being driven by a relentless case of one upmanship. You know. Yeah. Uh, this you know, this may get one of these weirdo senators. On 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 the on the testicle toasting Tuckio Rose Carlson show, ooh, ooh. yeah. Well, testicle uh, Tuckio Rose, there. Uh, I wonder what he's got his maiden forms in a bunch over, but he's way over something that's nothing. It was written for him by his producers. So that he could be officially outraged. It's a good dollar. It's a great it's not dollar. good for the country. It's a big dollar. But it's a great dollar. And CNN, I, I am ashamed of CNN trying to become more like Fox. Who the fuck? I mean... Yeah, CNN used to have a reputation for being rather bland, maybe occasionally boring, but they usually got things, they were careful about what they reported. Uh, you know, Robin, no, I was, I, was there when it was an, I was there when it was an actual journalism in, uh, outfit. Concern? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you'd recognize the place now. I honestly don't. Oh, I have no doubt. Um, and, and then, of course, they're going to blame these laws on, on the liberals because the liberals exist. You know, uh, the next time some asshole 
in the House of Delegates in West Virginia stands up and says out in the open, we're doing this to own the libs. A Democrat, one of the few Democrats in the House, should stand up and say the United States Constitution says you can't own anybody. So please sit down and shut up. I guarantee you there might be a little bloodletting, but it would make the news nationally. I think you're right. Well, listen. What um, did you think? Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I knocked off early last night, and for a very entirely different reason. I think I'm going to do it again tonight. I'm, 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 absolutely, I'm absolutely emotionally wrecked. Drained. Okay. And we'll no get problem. back. We'll get back you to the. Change. We'll get back to the weirdness tomorrow. Because God, right. knows, God, know, God knows we've got weirdness. Me. Okay. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. it, 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 it. Uh, I'll, I'll be. I'll be keeping an eye on my email. You go ahead and email me if you need anything. Okay. Even if it's just a vent. I'm going to be. Right. I'm going to be doing a lot of thinking and probably a lot of drafting in my head. All right. Well, if you if you draft it well enough, make sure you have. I'm sorry. Make sure. Make, I'm, smell good. Okay, I'm not sure what that was. Make sure I what. Beer, beer. Oh, draft beer. Yes. Okay. Draft. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Welcome to Explain the Joke by David Levine. Yeah. Well, it uh, wasn't a needed explained. It just broke up and fell apart. Oh well. That's been my lot in life. I really need to go back and study the Scott and San Diego tapes to see what I'm, what I'm doing wrong. Oh, no, I'd play them backwards if you do, because that's where the good content is. Oh, really? You, you backmasked the whole bunch? Okay. Oh, yeah, you're, only, you're only hearing the stuff that... Uh, Turn me on, Dave, man. Turn me on, Dave, man. Turn me on, yeah, Dave, man. There you go. There you go. Okay, well, I'll, I'll have to I'll have to reverse the tape on the reel to reel then. And okay, thank you for that tip, Scott. And Dave, you I have a you have a good evening. night. Give our best to Christine. Don't you don't tell her. I will. Upset her, okay, pretty please. Well, Robin's fine. I'll, Robin's I'll fine. It out. All right. All right. All right. Robin's uh, fine. Until you're not. And then when you're not, you let me know, and I'll let her know. I'll keep up. But I won't say anything until you tell me I can. Okay, Robin? I promise you that. I appreciate that. I really, really do. No problem. Dave, take care. Robin, and I, I know you're getting uh, ready to go. Uh, I, I would just leave you with this one thought to carry with you going forward for however long it takes to sort things out. You're not alone in this. Obviously, you, I guess, if you don't know it by now, then you need to pinch yourself and make sure you do start oh, I know. knowing it. I don't know that there's anything much that anybody can do because we don't know yet precisely what. Yeah, bills get filed. Bills die. But this yeah. just doesn't feel like the kind of bill that's going to die because it's so goddamn popular in right-wing states. And well, I, have to fa I have to face the facts. I've been... This is the third time I've said it. The first thing you have to do in any situation is face the facts. And the facts yeah. are the state that the state that I decided to make my home in um, 
is not the same state anymore. No. Well, what I'm saying is the, the, the there, the, you know, the, the, there's. Uh, I remember seeing a poster many years ago in one of the uh, underground newspapers, and it was uh, showing the distinction regarding a, a, a an extended index finger and the fist. And with an extended index finger, you can emphasize your point by poking someone's chest, or if you have to, poke them in the eye. Okay, but with a fist, you can knock them on their ass. And the, 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 the principle in play there is the fact that in numbers, we make more of a fist when it comes to having a fight than just making a point. And these people won't get the point no matter how well you articulate it. So sometimes you just, just got to knock them on their ass, metaphorically speaking, and sometimes in the real world. Uh, but, but know that you're going forward that you're not alone in this and that we, we are – we're pulling for you, and we know that there's going to be an outcome which is going to work, even though getting there may not uh, be the easiest of all things. But that'll make it all the sweeter once you. Once yeah, I think uh, I think I think so much of this is just the shock of finding it out 30 minutes before here. Yeah, yeah. Because usually I don't let things bother me that I mean I don't let them throw me off that much, but this was so personal. Well, yeah, this is not your ordinary conundrum. This is something that hits home, and then when it's you just weird to, when you find out the government of your state wants you dead, it, or well, at least in prison, or gone. They don't, just don't want you around. And sometimes they're doing you a favor, even though God, they, they, they have no right to. There's just no. Well, once again, we're dealing with morons. I know it's not moron, moron Monday, but Jesus. Spain, Spain would be nice. They're the most trans, they're the most trans-friendly nation in Europe right now. Spain. Oh, and Generalissimo Francisco Franco is, is still dead. Still dead. So there you go. On that happy note, I will let you go. And I could learn Spanish, Spanish, where I'd have to, where I'd, where I'd lift a lot. Well, listen, I, you get your, get your. Uh, Maracas or what are those things on your fingers? Those uh, castanets. Castanets. Get them and just click them and just if you see a walnut, try to crack one with them. Scott, be good. A, have a have good a night. Good see ya. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, so uh, I am going to knock off a little bit early. I need to process this. Thanks for being patient with me this evening. Um, I really appreciate it, and I appreciate all your kind thoughts. Um. You know, Matt, you were talking about so many questions. You know, what about masculine presenting women? The problem of masculine presenting women, in, uh, they were the first victims of, of bathroom policing, not trans women. Masculine presenting women. And brutalized. Beatings and the like. Um, by the way, Matt said, a side note for the men who... Don't wash their hands after using the restroom. Yes, I judge you. Other than that, I don't pay much attention. Yeah, it's it's. I've never seen it uh, as anything but the a, a place for the function for which it is designed. Which is what leads me to think that these Republicans are some really filthy-minded people. But then again, we know. Uh, We know how much porn they watch now, don't we? Remember this, says Irish Dave, your enemy is anyone who tries to kill you or get you killed. I think we, I think, <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, Dave. So uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, thank you to Henry and Ralphs. We're down to six ninety-five. That means nine ninety-five tomorrow. In this mad, wild-eyed, desperate attempt to hang on. Um, thank you to our Patreon and PayPal subscribers. Thanks, Uncle Smokey, for jumping in on Patreon. Thank you to our a la carte contributors. Thanks to each and every one of you who share your precious finite time engaging in this program, even if tonight was a little bit weird. I apologize for that. Thanks to our all-volunteer staff. Thanks to Steve from Georgia Stan popping in the chat room. Thank you to our news ninjas. Thank you, Brother Deacon Asa. Head on live. Remember, brand new Fresh Malloy on the way, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Tara and I will be behind the mic again this evening. Hoping Mike will be back tomorrow. Please, as far as this program is concerned, like, subscribe, tell your friends. Because something special really does take place here. And all are welcome. You know, except Republicans and right-wingers. They've got other places they can go. Freaks. But all are welcome. Thanks, John Fox in Australia. Thank you, Ben Birch, WhiteRoseSociety.org. Thanks to the hardest working, bravest people I know, the folks of Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net, 20 plus years at the forefront of the struggle for human rights and environmental justice in Appalachia, and a proud union shop. Please stay safe. Get your boosters. Get your flu shot. Do everything you can to survive the disease-spreading maggots out there. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Use your hand sanitizer. Maintain your social distance 15 to 20 feet like Paul from Parts Unknown says. And for God's sakes, if somebody comes burbling towards you, talking about how... uh, We think the trans should just be trans at home and not go out in public anymore. Well, avoid that, avoid that, avoid those toxic hillbillies like the plague. Because they are. And always, 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 Gina, it's all for you. Later.